Hello and welcome to T4L Kids. This is issue six, published in term four, 2021, titled Dynamic Data. And on the front cover, we have a graphic. This graphic is a map of the world. And below that, a pie chart. And we have arrows with planes flying all around the graphics. And in the bottom left-hand corner, a title. Let your design tell a story. And this is a New South Wales government publication. Moving on to page two now, we have a graphic up the top, T4L Kids. Writers, Yvette Pashoglian, Joachim Cohen, and Sandy Phillips. Our editorial team of Mark Greentree, Linda Lazenby, and Heather Thompson. Design and layout by Aditi Verma. And contributors, Rohan Gupta. And for more information, as well as past issues and teacher notes, visit t4l.link forward slash t4l kids. And moving on to our editor's note. Hey there, t4l kids. Can data tell a story? Data is all around us. We can use data to help better understand our world. Data can be measured and investigated, and it can even help predict the future. For instance, the recent census data collected in August will help us develop a picture of Australia now and into the future. What kind of data project could you work on and share? Are you passionate about an issue like your neighborhood, climate change, or even your favorite sports team? Congratulations to all of you working on your projects at home and collaborating in the cloud from the last issue. And this is from our editor-in-chief, Mark Greentree. And below our editor's note, we have another section, just kidding. So our first question, why did Amina do her multiplication tables on the floor? Because her teacher told her not to use tables. And birthdays are good for you. Statistics show that people who have the most live the longest. And finally, to the bottom of page two now, we want to congratulate some people. Well done to all the winners from our Minecraft issue. Keep sharing your work, everyone. And we have some winners, Ty, Jethro, Micah, and Pedros, working in collaboration at Oatley Public School. And a shout out to some highly commended. Our first, Mrs. Evans' class at Fern Court Public School, Miss Tyndall's class at Griffith East Public School, and finally, Stephen S. at East Lakes Public School. On to page three now, and we have a title, Take the Data Challenge. This issue is all about understanding how data can tell a story or inspire action. And we have our challenge checklist. Now our first, I'm going to read the magazine before I get started. Next, I've looked at different types of infographics. I've chosen my research topic. I am going to analyze the data and see if there is a pattern or if the data can tell me a story about the research topic. I'm going to gather my own data or find data from an official source. And our last challenge checklist, I am ready to create my infographic. Below this, another title, planning your infographic. With an infographic running you through everything you need to know to create your own infographic. The first, peer feedback. Feedback from your classmates. Next, test and evaluate. Share your findings. Moving on to produce and implement, where we produce your findings and publish. Then research and plan, 
where we research and ideate or brainstorm a solution. And finally, identify and define, where you identify your data set. Now that you've read the challenge checklist and explored how to use this magazine, you're ready to go. On to page four now, where we have a title, understanding the terms in this magazine. Our first is data. Data is defined by Merriam-Webster online as factual information, such as measurements or statistics, used as a basis for discussion, reasoning, or calculation. Our next is research topic. Your research topic is your area of interest and determines the kind of data you will work with. Are you going to create your own data by creating a survey or undertaking personal research, like logging the number of steps each day in a pedometer challenge? Or is your topic broader than that? Maybe you'll use census data to undertake bigger picture research. Our next term is official source. Information and data that can be trusted comes from official sources. Data from an official source is credible and has been collected and presented properly. Official sources include government departments and their websites, or official organizations, like sports clubs that releases information to the public. Always use data from an official source. Next is infographic. An infographic is the combination of two words, information and graphic. It's a visual representation of data, like a chart or a diagram. Our next term is tool. Tools are implements that help us to do a job. The right tools referred to in this issue of T4L Kids could include a device like a laptop, a desktop computer, a tablet, or even a notepad and pen. It could also be a platform like a website or a podcast. Just don't look for a hammer or a wrench. And our final term is audience. Who is your audience for your infographic? How could readers be impacted by your data story or infographic? Think about how your data story might influence readers and keep them in mind. Now we're off to page number five and we have a title, Follow the Dynamic Data Journey. And we have a graphic running us through six points of our journey. Our first, research topics you are interested in. Topics could include looking at the stats of your favorite sports team to recording weather patterns or measuring personal growth. Plan your research topic out on paper. Next, select your research topic and identify what data might be available or useful. Are you going to create your own data set or use data from an official source? Number three, explore how infographics work. What kind of data story could you tell by creating an infographic? Think about how you could display your data with information to help tell a story for your audience. Who might be interested in your information? Now, number four, how are you going to share this information with your audience? Think about the tools you could use to display or show the data. Could you use a template that already exists? Do you need to create a graph? Will you publish it on a website? And number five, test your findings. Could you share your first draft with friends in your class? Feedback is fabulous. If changes are suggested, could you create a second better draft? And finally, number six, share your data story. 
Could you share your infographic in a school or class newsletter? Could you create an infomercial or an advertisement? Could you create a press release? Could you turn your data story into a picture book? Think about ways you could share your findings with your audience. On to page six now, titled Become a Data Detective. You can create your own data or find some from an official source. Can you sniff out a good story? Can you see any patterns or trends or anything unusual in your statistics or data? Could you make or find comparisons? Is there a quirky fact or figure that you could highlight to grab your audience's attention? And below this, we have another title. Try these official sources. Official sources often have lots of data online at your fingertips. See what data you can find on these official websites. Now, our first is sports, and we have three laptop graphics with three resources. The first, visit the Australian Olympics and Paralympics official team pages. Next, is there a great data picture on your team in the Super Netball? And the last, what are the stats on your National Rugby League NRL team? Next, we have Aussie facts and figures with three more laptop graphics. And our first resource, check out this student infographic on food waste in Australia. Find more food waste facts from Oz Harvest. Next, find out how safe teenagers really are online. Read the eSafety Commissioner's report into the digital lives of Australian teens. And our last resource for Aussie facts and figures, every five years, Australians undertake the census, which is designed to provoke a snapshot, which is designed to provide a snapshot of Australia. Look at the 2016 data and when 2021's data is released, do a comparison. And on the bottom of page six, three more official sources. And the topic is the world around us. So three more laptop graphics. The first, peek at the world Factbooked via the CIA, Central Intelligence Agency in the USA. Second, explore UN data for incredible data by country and topic area. And our last official source, take a look at the Our World data. Is there a story in here? We're moving on to the top of page seven, where we have two graphics. The first is Ash Barty. Learn about Olympian and tennis champ Ash Barty. Look at her stats so far in 2021. The second is Dan Michael. Check out Paralympian Dan Michael's profile and stats in the sport of boccia. Now our next title, create your own data. Create your own survey. Could you create your own data set? You could collect data from family or friends by asking them to take part in a survey. The first, choose your topic of interest. Here are some ideas to get you started. How many times do you exercise or train for a sport each week? And how long do you exercise for? How many types of fruit and vegetables do you eat every day? Second, create a survey using a Google form or a Microsoft form. And we have two more laptop graphics with links to two of our resources. The first, watch T4L Kids TV video all about Microsoft Forms. And the second, watch this T4L Kids TV video all about Google Forms.
Moving on to our third idea now, think carefully about the information you are seeking. Is it safe to ask your friends the questions you have set? Have you let them know you might share this data? What is okay to ask? Don't forget to protect your data. And a link with another laptop graphic to a video. Watch this video to help you understand personal versus private information. And our fourth idea, once you create the survey using a form, you can share this with your participants. You can even see the results start to come through in real time as people complete the survey. And finally, our fifth and last idea, now that you have your results, how can you display the data? Our final title on the bottom of page seven, using photos and videos as data. Why don't you use photos or videos in place of data? Using the camera on a computer or device, you can observe growth, e.g. in plants, and document changes, for example, in light or in activity. Try using the time-lapse function on your camera to explore the power of photos. On to the top of page eight, and we have a hot tip. If you are working offline, why don't you create a data postcard? Number one, tally your own personal observations or behaviors over a period of time to create your own data. And number two, create a data postcard, hand-drawn infographic by illustrating your own graph and drawing images to support your data story. Below this, another title, design your infographic. How will you display your data and your findings? There are a few elements of infographics to think about. The first, select what data you need to display to tell your story. Give your infographic a catchy heading. Create some written content to help highlight your findings. And finally, consider the color scheme and any additional images you could add. Next, we have a look at these two samples of infographics. And below, we have two examples of infographics. Both are sourced from Teacher Magazine. Moving up to the top of page nine, another title, try these templates from Canva. These two templates live in Canva, browse a design you like, then make it your own. And below this, we have two examples of the graphics and a laptop with a link taking you to Canva. Below, another title, infographics in short films. Watch this short video called 200 Countries in 200 Years from the BBC. Teachers can find the YouTube video here. What does the data in the video tell you? Where does the data come from? Could you talk to family members and create something similar? Investigate some of the countries mentioned in the video. And the last title, Beware of Fake News. Is your data from an official source? Fake news is often built around data and can be presented inaccurately in infographics and memes. And below this, we have six examples of fake news. On to page 10 now, where we have a double spread titled Time to Create Your Infographic. Choose your tool and get started with a Canva graphic. If your class decides to use Canva to create an infographic, your teacher will send you a link. And below, three links. Getting started with Canva for education for students, 
watch a Canva Design School video for tips and watch our T4L Canva video. First, locate your invitation. Your teacher will have sent you an invitation or a link via email or in Google Classroom or Microsoft Teams. Locate it and click join. Number two, sign up via email. You should sign up using your school email. You will also need to enter your name and password. Number three, locate your passcode. After entering your details, you will be sent an email to confirm your account. Make sure you check your junk email. Number four, start editing. Now you should be able to access Canva. Click create a design to get started. Take a peek at the templates for some inspiration. And number five, submit your work. When you are ready to send your work to your teacher, simply click send to teacher. On the second side of the double spread, we have four more examples of how to make infographics. The first, design an infographic using Google Drawings with a graphic of a laptop linking you to a video. Second, try creating an infographic using an Adobe Spark template. And again, a laptop graphic with a link to a video. Thirdly, create an infographic in Apple using Keynote. And again, a laptop graphic linking you to a video resource. And finally, pump up your infographic in PowerPoint with another laptop graphic taking you to a video resource. At the bottom right-hand side of this double page spread, we have a hot tip. Don't forget that you can hand draw or illustrate your own infographic. Moving on to page 12 now, where we meet a data dynamo. Have you ever seen those energy efficiency ratings on your fridge or washing machine? Imagine what that sticker would look like for a whole building. Meet sustainability expert Zoe Baker from the New South Wales Department of Planning, Industry and Environment. Zoe uses data to access how efficiently buildings are run and spends a lot of time thinking about what buildings in our future will look like. We have an image of Zoe and below this, some questions for her. The first, tell us about yourself. I'm a sector leader at NABAS, which stands for the National Australian Built Environment Rating System, which is a part of DPIE, New South Wales Department of Planning, Industry and Environment. So what is the goal of NABAS and what is your role? Nubbers is a system that measures the environmental performance of buildings and gives them a rating out of six stars. We have rating tools for the energy, water, waste or indoor environment. And that helps everybody know how well that building is running. Do you use data in your job? And where does your data come from? Nubbers is all about data. A rating is created by a professional assessor collecting all sorts of data about the building, how much energy or water is being used by reading meters and checking bills or measuring the waste or air and light quality, as well as details such as how big the building is and how many people work or live in it. That data then gets calculated and checked and compared against data collected about other similar buildings, creating the star rating. 
we collect lots of data about the building so that the rating is accurately comparing it to buildings that are like it. Does this data help tell a story about the present or the future? The data collected for a rating is for the past 12 months, which tells us how the building has been running in the past. Lots of buildings get a rating every year, which lets us measure how much the building improves over time. It also tells an exciting story about the future of buildings and how they'll keep getting more efficient. And what are some of the skills you need in your job? I work with lots of data, measurement and technical detail, but the most important part of my work is communication of what that data means and how we can use it. I'm really curious, I love talking to people and I want to share information in the best way possible. And to find out more about Nubbers, we love sharing our data. Watch the Nubbers Explained video with your teacher. Use the Nubbers Ratings Search for individual buildings. And finally, you can find our annual Nubbers report online. And moving on to our last page, number 13, titled Time to Share. Are you ready to share your infographic with the world? Here are some of the ways you can spread the word around your classroom, school, or online. And below this, we have four graphics unpacking some options. The first, print it out and display it in your classroom or around the school. And here we have some imagery of the classroom with some graphs and different graphical imagery. Next, produce a news report about it or create a short film. And here we have a graphic with three different video links. The first, try the student filmmaker for ideas. Second, try Apple Clips. And finally, create a TV news report or infomercial using TouchCast. The third graphic, create a website and feature the infographic on the homepage. Try creating a Google site. And here we have a graphic of a laptop linking you out to episode 25 of T4L Kids. And finally, at the bottom of page 13, share your infographic online through your school's social media accounts. And that concludes issue six of T4L Kids Dynamic Data.